everybody. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> I'm gonna kill some people in my house. Mm -hmm. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. This is Katie Weaver. I am here with my co-host, partner in crime, Brusty Brower. Hello. Hello. Hey, everybody. Excited <laughs> to be here on Wednesday night. Sorry also, for the rough start. I was trying to throw someone out of my office. <laughs> Who, who was not leaving in spite mm -hmm. of being told we're live. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, yeah. GTFO. <laughs> <laughs> Which brings me to my next point. <laughs> mm -hmm. My daughter, Matea, is home for a visit. She's home for eight days. And mm -hmm. so, yeah, Patsy says she could hear the whispering. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She came in and she said, are you live? And I said, yes. And she just kept staying. Well, it's because she let the dogs in here and then she was trying to scoop them out of here. So anyway, <laughs> but my little grand dog, Buddha, is also home for a visit. So we're going to show you a picture of him just because he's so darn handsome. Yep. There he is. He's actually home for his birthday party. Now, before you think we're the crazy ones, I mean, we are, but Scott's, uh, Matea's aunt's, uh, she's the one who birthed, well, she didn't, her dog birthed. <laughs> First Buddha and the birth of Buddha, huh? Mm -hmm. She had this darling litter of Shih Tzus last year, and Buddha came from that litter, and they kept one of them, and so they have the one they named Love Bug and Love Bug. Mama Luna. But all of the puppies went to family, and so now the puppies are turning one on Saturday, and they're having a birthday party. So all the puppies are coming to you know probably hate each other. <laughs> Right. They're probably like, uh, I don't know that guy. I'm <laughs> mm -hmm. probably, but him got a haircut and a new sweater and he's home for his birthday party. Well, so there you go. Yep. The pigs are not fans. Mm. They don't like him because he is fast and he <laughs> jumps on the couch where they're laying and they don't like that. And <laughs> overall, they're not big fans of Buddha. And I think they just... I need to figure it out. It's a rough life being a pig at your house, I guess. I, well, yeah. I mean, gosh, it's hard. Yeah. It's hard when someone wants to sit on their couch next to them. I mean, rude. I mean, what? Mm -hmm. Don't all pigs go through this? <laughs> I, I only have yours for reference. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's true. Well, Christy, how are you? I'm really good. I'm really good. Been very busy this week doing all kinds of stuff. I'm taking a course right now, getting ready to launch a course, a coaching program that I've I've already been teaching, but I want to do some more of. Mm -hmm. And I've uh, and it's actually a podcasting course, if you can imagine. Yeah. Uh, so I'm really having a lot of fun with that. I've also rearranged some stuff in my office yet again. Different lighting again until I get this right. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I like your lighting tonight. It looks good. It's okay. I'm, I You've still got don't a shadow, love it. but I know it's. I'm, I'm getting there. We're getting there. Yeah. Yes, you are. Well, we want to say hi to RJ and Jari and Patsy and Kat and Candace and Terry. So, hi, mm -hmm. everybody. It is Wednesday night case updates, and holy moly, do we have a lot. There is so much going on. Yeah. So let's, where do we start? Let's start with, uh, 
I know there's so much. Actually, let's talk just a little bit about the Derek Chauvin trial because yeah. a couple of really uh, pivotal things happened. I don't know if they're pivotal key things happened today. Mm-hmm. You know, first of which is that the defense had filed to uh, have the case dismissed. They said that they just did not believe that the prosecution really provided enough evidence. Can you imagine? I mean, this is pretty standard stuff, but it's just laughable. You know, It is, but it's pretty damn laughable when you know you have mm-hmm. the video of him kneeling on poor George Floyd's mm-hmm. throat for, you know, nine minutes and, and the medical examiner saying he most definitely did die from mm-hmm. that injury. But of course, you know, they have their expert that says otherwise and all mm-hmm. that stuff. But, but man, all the- of the... People experts that physically have been witnessed fantastic it, yeah, for the prosecution, their experts so were good, fabulous, yeah. Anyway, so they did file for that today, and the judge said, "Nah." Yeah. So the trial will continue to move forward as expected, but also they had the defense had requested a witness that supposedly had been doing drugs with George Floyd earlier in the day. And basically, Mm. over and over again, all the defense seems to really have is all of these attempts to defame George Floyd, which is so weird to me because there's literally nothing George Floyd could do that would have given Derek Chauvin the right to kill him. No. uh -uh. You know? Unless he had threatened Derek Chauvin with a gun while upright. Yeah. That's it. You know? Laying there on the ground, being kneeled on like that. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. And so anyway, uh, of course, the prosecution said, no, we're going to object to that. We don't want this witness. We feel like that's, uh, you know, completely inappropriate. And the judge agreed and said, yeah, I don't know. Ever heard of victim blaming? Yeah. Holy shit. That's all they've done in this trial. It is so sick Mm because, you know, I defy you. Please prove to me. In what way this would ever be okay? Yeah. Regardless of who you had on the ground. I don't care if it's a serial killer. If he's pinned yeah. on the ground like that, you can't kill him. That's no. the law. Right. As a police officer, you are not judge and jury or executioner. No. no. Yeah. Which we know this. This is our justice system. It's always been our justice system. And yet it, we're finding that that's happening way too often. So that happened today with the Derek Chauvin trial. We're keeping a close eye on it. It's, you know, not only is it, you know, I think quite historic, it's just also really interesting, all of the, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, all the court stuff. But on that note, our other murder that happened just outside of Minneapolis, of course, this is Dante Wright, who was uh, shot and killed, what, last Wednesday? Or no, a few days ago. Just a few days ago. So yesterday, the officer who shot him, Kim Potter, resigned. And today, she was arrested. She was arrested and tried, or tried, charged with second-degree manslaughter. Right. Which, uh, in my opinion, is asinine and is not enough. But I'm glad she was at least arrested why did she get the opportunity to quit? Why was she not immediately right. fired and immediately arrested? Right. Because she's in, had some days. In in row, and that's bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, well, yeah, because complete. in resigning, she's able to draw her pension. Right. 
I mean, she's been an officer for 26 years. You'd think an officer of 26 years would know the difference between her taser and her gun. Yeah. Don't you? Because if you don't know, that is immediately what her chief said was, or the captain, that the, uh, this was all a big misunderstanding. She it was, was a misfire. It was a misfire. She was confused. She thought she was holding her taser. And she was yelling taser in the video while she put her gun to this kid's chest. She's yelling taser, taser, taser. And then shoots and kills him. Well, and okay, several things here. First of all, that's not what misfire means at all. Yeah. Misfire yeah. means your gun goes off accidentally, mm-hmm. which she pulled the effing trigger. Mm-hmm. Secondly, you don't hold a taser to someone's chest like that. Mm-mm. Thirdly, she's looking at her own hand and the gun in it while she yeah. does it. Also, the gun's safety had been removed. Yeah. Not one bit of this was an accident. No. Not one bit. No. Total and complete murder. No. And she should have been arrested immediately. Immediately. Yep. And fired immediately. Yeah. Well, in her in her chief too. I mean, what the hell? I believe he has also resigned. He did. He did. But was also given the opportunity Opportunity to resign. Resign. For defending this crap and calling a misfire. Mm -hmm. Are you kidding me? We have lived around guns our whole lives. I mean, there are more guns in Idaho than there probably are in the rest of the freaking country. You guys have no idea. Oh, that's yeah. We know what a misfire is, and Mm -hmm. that. Ain't no misfire. Mm-mm. No, it is not. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what go down. Go what go down. What goes down there? We'll continue to track that. So right. You know, it's uh, yeah, it's what it is. But it's a bunch well, of bullshit. It's what it is. What I read is that if um they charge decide to charge her federally, mm-hmm. that the charges could change and that she could be charged with a higher charge. Mm-hmm. One of the problems, yeah, it could happen. Mm-hmm. One of the problems that they have to, um, you know, deal with is that they have to prove intent. Yeah. And when she's yelling, taser, 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 pulls the gun and says, oh, my God, I shot him. Yeah. It's kind of hard to prove intent there. Yeah. Not saying that she didn't totally kill him because she did. Mm-hmm. But I, I feel like that's kind of where they're looking at it from yeah. is how do we prove intent in this situation yeah. and and maybe they can you know we've only seen some of the body cam right right for sure yeah so of course we will keep an eye on it and uh continue to report on it and i'm sure that you guys are going to keep an eye on it as well so right that's what's going on with that case right now of course uh many of you have sent this to us and we saw it too uh Kristen smart Right. That's a huge one. I We've never covered Kristen Smart. I'm very sorry we didn't because now there has been an arrest. Which is pretty I know, amazing. but it's it's great news. I love when these old cases finally start seeing the light of day again. Yes. Yep, absolutely. So here's the skinny on it, basically, is that, you know, this happened in 1996. She vanished from... San Luis Obispo. Is that how you say that? San Luis Obispo. Mm -hmm. Yep. So she disappeared. They have never known what happened to her. Right. And 
but they've come across, they're calling it not a body, but forensic physical evidence that they believe is linked to her. Yeah. And they have made two arrests, which is pretty awesome. So they have arrested Paul Flores, who's 44, and they have arrested his father, Ruben Flores, who yeah. is 80. Mm. Yeah. Yucky. Yeah. But apparently, Ruben Flores has been a suspect for a long time. They just have not had enough evidence to tie him, to try him, to tie him to it and to try him. And it sounds like they do now. I am guessing what this actually is, is one of those DNA for the win kinds of cases. I suspect, yes. But we haven't seen that quite yet. Yep, we don't know yet. So he actually had walked her home. He was the last person to see her alive. And they've looked at him forever, but just couldn't prove it. Mm-hmm. Yep. He was, she was 19. He was 19. He was walking her to her door and no one ever saw her again. Yeah. Yep. So crazy. Yeah. That's actually super exciting news. It's mm-hmm. pretty interesting. Yeah. Some closure for her poor family. My God. Yeah. But this long. Well, she was actually uh, declared dead. That's right. She was. 2002, but. Right. But still, Mm -hmm. you still don't know. You know, you go all that time not knowing. It's Mm -hmm. awful. But here's what the sheriff said. He said he talked to her family twice on Tuesday. He said, I think they are feeling a bit of relief. But as you can imagine, until we return Kristen to them. This is not over. We have committed to them that we are not going to stop until Kristen has been recovered. No matter what the cause, no matter what the time, we're committed to that. And so I love hearing that because basically they're going to keep leaning on these fools and do everything they can to actually get a conviction or, you know, get her location, get her body. Yeah. 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 yeah, and that that just really matters, you know. They need to be able to bury their family member. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, what it would mean to them to at least, yeah, be able to bury her. Yeah. Yep. Well, that's my prediction. This is, it's going to be on based on DNA and that same kind of DNA type of genealogical stuff that we've been seeing the past while. That For sure. Yet again, brings another bad guy down who's been under the radar for a long time. Right. Way too long. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Well, the other thing, and this is one of our cases. Yeah. We have some big news on. It's going to make you mad. Mm. And then hopefully it will make you glad. Mm-hmm. But we're mad. And we're hoping the federal government's going to help us be glad. How's that? Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, We're relying on the Bureau of Indian Affairs here. I'm not, I can't say I'm totally trusting this, but okay. Yeah. Many of you will remember, we didn't report on this that long ago. It was the Mildred Old Crow case. Mildred Old Crow was a little girl, a child that uh, disappeared. And then was, her body was found in a trailer on the reservation, the reservation in Montana. And there were two women that had been arrested. 
her aunt who was actually uh, had custody of her and her aunt's girlfriend. Yeah. And if you haven't followed our, our coverage on that case uh, on Millie Old Crow, go find it because you want to watch that so that you can get a better sense of what's happening here. Yeah. So these two have been in the custody of their tribe now for a few months. Mm -hmm. What they were charged with, this is on the Crow Reservation in Montana, and they actually were sentenced on Monday. Yeah. So they moved through their court system much, much faster than we see stuff happening, right? Right. So they were both found guilty of endangering the welfare of a child and custodial interference. Because, again, they were ordered to uh, show, you know, give the authorities a look at Millie after her family hadn't seen her for, what, like a year or two years? Yeah, two years. Two years. And they refused to do that. And anyway, so you're not going to like this. They were both found guilty. They were both sentenced to 18 months in jail and fined $2,000. So when I first read that, I was so pissed, right? Because how can that possibly be the case, right? She she died. She died, right? So mm -hmm. the, the aunts are Rosine Lincoln Old Crow and Veronica Tierza Dust. And mm -hmm. anyway, so that's what they were given in tribal court, but they're not done. The right. murder charges would actually come from the feds. So yeah. this is a lot like the Tanner Washington case that, yeah. that we're waiting to see right now. If uh, in o Oklahoma, we covered this, what, two weeks ago? Yeah. About Faith and Tanner Faith Faith Lindsay, Lindsay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and her boyfriend Tanner that uh, was charged with murder in Oklahoma. And it was... His case was vacated because of the uh, because the reservation has to charge him or the, the federal government has to charge him anyway. Yeah. So they have 30 days to charge him and they've yet to. Well, they have 30 days before he gets released. I mean, they could charge him anytime, but 30 days before he gets released from jail, they have not charged him yet. As far as we can tell, we've been watching. Mm -hmm. I did another search today to see. So, again, we're in these weird places with. Uh, jurisdiction and who's supposed to do what so now mm -hmm. we are waiting and you know hoping begging pleading that yeah. the federal government charges them both with murder in yes the old crow uh she was eight years old when she died they'd had her since she was four her family hasn't seen her since she was six yeah and it looks as though she perhaps died of starvation in yes. that trailer so at any rate, that's what we know so far. Yeah. So we're going to keep an eye. At least they're, you know, sentenced to some time. And so they've got some more time to serve in jail. Yeah. Well, and that's what I read was that this gives the federal government some time to get their case together before they charge them. And yeah, so they'll be in jail for 18 months. And it's possible the charges won't come down for close to 18 months. You well, know? and they've served probably already six. So they really only have about a year probably. Mm, no, they weren't. Were they not in? Mm -mm. Mm, they, okay. No, they bonded out and then went on the lamb. Yeah. Yeah. I think they've actually only been in jail since uh, January. 
Oh, good. Okay. So, so there's a pretty significant amount of time then for the FBI to get off their butts and do something here. Yeah. So movement in that case, but certainly not enough. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. So that's where it's at. We had never done like a full investigation on the Kristen Smart case. Now I'm not sure if we will. A lot of podcasters have already done it. Yeah, and it's a heavily movement. We probably won't. Uh, we have so many other cases that are begging for our attention. And so yeah. I, I don't think we'll cover it fully just for that reason. But uh, Patsy said that in your oh in your own backyard podcast uh, has mm -hmm. everything on the Kristen Smart case. So thank you for that, Patsy. You guys definitely, if you want to study that case more, and you probably do with what's coming out, do yeah. it there. That sounds like a good place to go. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's where we're at. Wild, lots of movement in lots of cases. Yeah, you know what I got to thinking about today, and I didn't mm -hmm. have time to research it. I'm helping my son get through senior or his junior year of college, <laughs> <laughs> so I've been doing a lot of homework. Well, helping with homework, mm -hmm. I don't want to say doing homework. I've been doing helping with homework anyway. So I didn't do it today, but I really what's been on my mind for a few days is the guy that we think is still being held in the Idaho State Hospital, mental hospital, oh, yeah. uh, for the murder that happened in Clayton, Idaho. Yes, we haven't checked in on that ago. for a while. It's been a year since there's been a thing said about him. Mm -hmm. And it's bugging me. It's really bugging me because I would think that when he dies, we'd hear about it. But he was in horrible shape a year ago. And we you know, he's a in a state thing. hospital, which means that we may not hear about it. Not hear about it. Yeah. So I don't know why, but that case I had on the mind a few days ago. It came up for me again today, which, you know, usually means my intuition is knocking on my skull, you know, trying to get my attention on that case. Right. So, Walter James Mason. That's, the that's right. So we're going to definitely look into him and we'll let you know next week if we. If we learn anything, it is a tricky one now where he's a ward of the state because right now it might be a HIPAA violation for us to hear anything. Right. It would be because he's hospitalized in a state hospital mm -hmm. and everything I'm finding is from 2020. I'm not finding anything new. Nothing. Nothing. And that's the hard part in a situation like this. We might not, we might not ever know. Yeah. I would think they might report upon his death report on his death because he was, you know, yeah, a suspect in that murder. But because of where he's being housed, he has, um, yeah, he has HIPAA rights. So yeah, I thought our um, best bet might actually be to reach out to the family, mm -hmm. the family of the victim. They might know. Yes, they would likely be told. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be at all surprised if he's dead. Really? I mean, either. I mean he I was keep in thinking such bad shape. Maybe he's dead. Yeah. He might be. Yeah. Well, dead or alive or unknown, we'll report on that because that one's just, uh, yeah, yanking on. Right. Right. Yeah. So I can't even believe it, but it seems as though there is no fallow news this week. There's none. I know. Yeah. Things oh, well, that's fire. not totally true. That's a lie. Isn't it? Oh. Well, yeah. Just the announcement about the A&E movie. Oh, oh, okay. Right. Yeah. So A&E has announced that they're doing a made-for-TV movie 
based on the Vallo case coming out next year, which, you know, should serve as a surprise to no one. But uh, we've seen A&E out and about quite a bit. In fact, my daughter, when, uh, you know, a lot of these press conferences were happening happening here in Rexford, like last spring, Mm -hmm. she attended a couple of press conferences that the A&E people were there and she visited with some of their producers. And so they've been in town for quite a while. They were in town in January of last year. So they've been looking into it for quite a while. I'm still kind of amazed that they're making a movie before, you know, we see a full court resolution. Right. But I know. I, I guess it that doesn't make sense to me. And you kind of deal maybe, I don't know. Yeah. Or just to tell the story. I don't know. Or yeah, maybe there's a, there's a um, sequel. Yeah. Eternity says, did you see my suggestion on your website about David Bain, the Bain mm-hmm. family murders? Are you going to do it? It is on our list. Yep. It is on our list. Yes. And we will get there. Don't worry. Our yep. list is many, many pages long. You guys, so it is. we do the best we can because we have these ones we want to do. And then there's stuff that's current mm-hmm. in the news that we want to cover. Mm-hmm. And we have our MMIW cases. And so we have a lot, but yeah, don't worry. Yeah, we'll if get you've to sent it in, we have it, and we will get there. Well, and frankly, just by saying it here, now you're going to have it stuck in my head. Yeah, now I'll be like, oh, <laughs> I'll probably get to it sooner than later. Actually, yeah. uh, we have a case that we're going to be covering in the next week or two that uh, is a listener's uncle. Oh, yes. And uh, she sent us a ton of stuff. It's really, really a fascinating case, a sad case. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm excited to dive into that one. That was also been jerking upon me. Do I ever sleep? No, because <laughs> I do. But you know, I'm constantly thinking about cases and wanting to go research something else or learn something new or asking myself questions. One thing that our mom was really good at was questioning you to pieces. Mm-hmm. And was. when I was a kid, it probably bugged me, you know, because she'd be like, And she wasn't like an interrogator, like, you know, a super strict mom. I don't mean it that way, but she'd ask lots of questions. She Mm -hmm. helped me a lot in my psychic career because she used to ask me all kinds of things that I'd never thought of. Like, yeah, well, how do you do that? Well, I don't know. Well, what does it feel like? Where, what are you accessing? Well, how do you know? Like she'd make me hone in on things that I hadn't really thought about before. And I think in all of us, she created that kind of journalistic spirit, you know, asking questions. I really, any case that I'm studying, I want to step back and look at it and ask myself, well, why did this happen? Or did they think about this? Or what was going through her head when, or, you know, how did, lots of things that come up for me that, you know, I want to answer all those questions for myself and for you guys. And long after we have covered a case, I still will have questions come up like, you know, I didn't really think about it, but what about, what about this? this? Yeah. Right. Well, it's like the Terry Rasmussen case that just came out, uh, or well, just came out this morning. Mm-hmm. I mean, Terry Rasmussen or all the other names you might want to call him. There's yeah. so much we don't know yet about him really yeah. because he yeah. died without telling any tales. Yeah. Which, you know, serial killers, uh, they don't do that very often. Mm-mm. You know, they usually like to spill their guts and yeah. tell all their stories. But I, I think DNA will tell those stories eventually on him. But yeah. I'm super like bummed that I'm like, this is all we know. You know, even though we have all those freaking names, you know, yeah. 
So yeah, yeah it's one that I want to keep an eye on because it's like, okay, mm-hmm. are they going to attribute other deaths to him eventually? Because I have mm-hmm. no doubt they will. And other aliases. We know right? of more Surely yeah. there's more. There yeah. was one time that there was nine years that went, that he was under the radar that, yeah. So he turned yeah. and he said, can, can we do some mediumship with him and ask? We could. We could. We can try. Oh, that took it my almost, breath away. <laughs> that got me in the right ear. <laughs> well, it always just depends yes, on if they're going to be, you know, cooperative. cooperative. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. Sometimes, you know, Zodiac Killer was, but. <laughs> oh, yeah. Zodiac Killer. He was, he was ready to tell all, but yeah. yeah. You know what? We will. We will. That's actually a really good suggestion. And we can at least try yeah. and see what we can get from him. For sure. Because, yes, there's big holes in his life and in his situation. And oh, his my story. gosh, right? Yeah. Yeah. All that time. You cannot tell me that all that time he wasn't using some other name and then he didn't kill somebody else. You know, he did. You know, he did. Yeah. You know, he did. He because he just kept killing. But, you know, you said... uh you said when we did this case that you felt like there were more barrels, you yeah. know, that there are more barrels. And mm-hmm. that makes me wonder if there have been more barrels found. But again, we don't have different municipalities putting two and two together. Right. There actually probably been more barrels found that uh, mm-hmm. had remains in them in different states that we just haven't made the yeah. connection yet. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I do feel like that is something that if you could, and maybe that's something we ought to work on is doing a search on bodies found in barrels, mm-hmm. kind of see what we can connect up. Yeah. Interesting. Sure. The rabbit hole is eternal, you guys. It never <laughs> ends. Really I'm down it and I'm just still swimming. I'm still digging. Yeah. <laughs> just always still digging. That's true. Yeah. That's really interesting. Uh, thanks, Robin. Thank you so much. Eternity said, I wonder if serial killers feel bad at all. Like if they actually wish someone would stop them. Oh, yeah, sometimes. Some do. Some mm-hmm. do. You guys remember that guy? I can't think of his name. He was a serial killer back in the 20s and 30s. He was the one that stole the yachts. Oh, yes. Um, burned down the reform school. Yeah, he was just on a tear across the country. Expecting to be stopped. He kept yeah. saying. He said over and over that he thought at some point he would get killed trying to escape. He was also the escape artist. That he, right. he thought he'd get killed oh, trying yeah. to escape or he would get killed. Yeah, he he was like Jones and for suicide by cop for like a decade. Yeah. But he just kept killing along the way. Yeah. Right. And he just kept not getting caught. Mm-hmm. Now you're killing me. What the heck is his name? I go back through. That's my my worst uh, trait here, honestly, is that I can, I remember all of the cases, but I don't always remember their names. Well, and we've done so many now that I'm like, crap. Unfortunately. That was a while ago. Not unfortunately, but yeah, that was a long time ago. It wasn't. It was probably six months ago. (laughs) It feels like a long time. Many cases a week. Yeah. Right. Anyway, so the answer is yes. Sometimes that's true. Sometimes it's not, you know, Mm -hmm. but uh well, and you know, like with Terry um, Rasmussen, he wasn't your average serial killer anyway. In any way. Yep. No, he, oh, Panzram, Carl Panzram. Okay, yep. Is is who you're talking about, yeah. Good job. But, but <laughs> Terry, Carl Panzram, oh yeah, look, Christy posted it. 
in the chat. Oh, good job, Christy. Let's take a go. job. Yes. But like Terry Rasmussen, he wasn't killing to kill. Like he was a he was more of a narcissist, I think. Mm-hmm. And he would kill when he was just sort of done. When someone, you know, wore out their welcome or their usefulness, then he'd kill him. It wasn't like that the goal wasn't killing for yeah. him so much. Yeah. Which is one reason why I think it was harder to catch him. Obviously, they didn't really. I mean, they no. caught him for his his, you know, wife's murder, but they had no idea he'd done all this other stuff. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Eternity said maybe that's why some of them leave, uh, you know, taunt the cops and leave clues and things like that. I think yeah. it is sometimes. It is. They figure oh, it they're is. going well, to, uh, you know, play it out until they get busted. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like Jari, you know, talking about BTK, um, you know, BTK taunted the cops for years. And yeah, there was an element of, you know, maybe you'll catch me. And some of it was just that wanting to be in that cat and mouse chase thing. And some of it was maybe he did. I don't know. I mean, eventually he made a mistake that did get him caught, as we know. Right. Christy well, says, I re listened to you ladies over and over. <laughs> well, thank you, Christy. It's really nice to have you here on the live stream. Years ago, when we just did the Psychic Sisters over at One Two Radio, people mm-hmm. would tell us, "When I can't sleep, I just turn on your old shows." <laughs> it always made me laugh. I'm like, I "Wonder what we said that day?" <laughs> yeah, I don't even remember what I said yesterday. I mean, no, kind of, but not really. <laughs> Frankie said she hopes everyone is doing well and staying healthy. I have to tell you that I did get my second Moderna last Friday, mm-hmm. and I'm fine. It, my arm was really sore. It was sore this time. It was actually sore clear into my armpit, like all the way around mm. my arm for a few days. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm fine now. I don't, anyway, I, I had a fever, like a very mild, but you know, my immune system is total garbage. So <laughs> it wasn't like there was like a big bite. There wasn't. I know about that. Poor Scott. My husband was much sicker. <laughs> but mm-hmm. everybody's fine now. Rhonda yeah. got her second shot last week and kind of had the same experience. She was really sick for like mm-hmm. a half a day. And then yeah. she was fine. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Scott too. But I'll tell you what's going on at my house right now that I'm just so over. Mm. Moonshine. So, oh, no. <laughs> so Scott, uh, some of the plants in his greenhouse really thrive on carbon dioxide. And mm-hmm. so he runs, and he makes wine anyway, but so he runs a bubbler, you know, and ferments something all the time so that he's got like more carbon dioxide and his plants will love it. Mm-hmm. But then he's got all of this like mash, you know, stuff that could be turned into, well, hard alcohol. Mm-hmm. And so he has, he'll, he'll store it up forever until he's got a ton. And then he'll spend days distilling it mm-hmm. in the kitchen. So my house smells like some moldy bread factory, basically. It's so gross. I've had the windows open and the diffusers going and it's awful. And he kept pouring the, like when he was done distilling it, he would just pour it down the sink. No, that just made it all smell worse. I finally started making him take it outside. But anyway, this this is day three of this. (laughs) And I just, uh, I have no more patience for this. I swear. Right. Does not sound fun. But he does have now close to a gallon of 
I'm going to just say it, undrinkable swill. But <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he's going to love that. So now he'll take that and he'll run that back through the distiller like three times just to get really the best of the best off. And then I don't know, because that's all he's done. And we have mason jars full of it and ain't nobody's going to drink it because it's really <laughs> hot. I'm afraid it would re remove the lining of your stomach. And we're really, you know, we drink what, maybe once a month. So yeah. anyway, I don't know, but I'm just, I, I'm over it. Over <laughs> it. Yeah. That's oh. <laughs> Innocuous or Eternity wants to know if the piggy who chewed on the couch get in trouble. No, that's his couch. <laughs> He's, he owns it basically. So no, that was so funny. Some of you guys, if you are on our Facebook page, I posted a video of our little Ziggy pig. He was walking through the house and he had literally like a shredded piece of the couch stuck in his tooth. <laughs> oh, he's just wandering around. It's flipping out of his mouth. So I had to make a video, uh, you know, interrogating them about who chewed on the couch. Yeah. He needed a it good was zigzag who did it. Yeah. Innocuous says she's been unable to access the spirit school video from Sunday. That's weird. You know what? I will work on that and I will post it in the community tab. Okay. I didn't, that's the first I've heard of that. So I will see what's up and post it, you know, make sure that I post a link that is watchable in the community tab so that you can see that. I'm sorry about that. I had yeah. all kinds of tech trouble on Sunday. My camera kept trying to die. Um, I actually went and got oh. a new camera because of it. Jennifer says it wasn't available to her either. Ah, okay. We'll work on what it. What the heck? Okay. Well, I will figure it out. I don't know what. Technology. <laughs> the rudest. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Robin says, how cute. You know, this is basically what I've determined at this point. Until I can get them through the phase of chewing on the couch, we just have like $40 Facebook marketplace furniture, and that's just how it's going to be. <laughs> And that is insane, but that's life right here, right now. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you got to do what you got to do, right? Yeah. And I think that they, uh, I think they'll get over it. Like, I think this is just a little phase that they're in, but anyway. Oh, Christy's grandson chews on the couch. Well, okay. <laughs> I, it probably doesn't have tusks, so it might not be as bad as what my Zig can do. But yeah, still, we don't know. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Luckily, it's really, you know, the weather's not been terrible. It, it, well, it's been windy, but they don't, the wind doesn't bother the pigs at all. It doesn't mm -hmm. face them. Yeah. They'll, you know, they, as long as the sun's shining, it doesn't matter. And so they've been outside a lot and I'm grateful. They're loving it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cool. Well, I think that's what we've got. What do you say? Anything else? I think it is. Yeah. I think that's everything we've got for tonight. Yeah. So, Christy will be back tomorrow night with the psychic hour. I unfortunately will have to miss, but what do you have planned? What's going on? I have absolutely no idea. So well. just come and <laughs> by then I will know what we are doing. <laughs> I've been thinking about it. Nothing. I shouldn't have put like you on the spot. <laughs> come to mind, but you know, it will. I'll have some inspiration eventually. That's how it works. Well, it is working on psychic hotline. It you see trends. And mm -hmm. It, you know, I can talk to somebody in, um, you know, here in the States and talk to somebody in Canada and maybe somebody in Italy. And you're all basically experiencing the same kind of energy. And you go, OK, well, here yep. you go. You know, this, this is, is what's what up. is going on. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. so I know you will. Oh, Craig, you want to know if my daughter has decided on a college yet? No, that's what we're doing. Actually, we're going to two different schools so that she can uh, tour their programs and practice with their teams and all that base. Yeah. So sweet. That's uh, yeah, it's exciting. She's kind of nervous. She said, uh, oh, they, they told her, OK, well, you're going to we'll have you come and warm up with us or come practice with us. And she went, oh, want to play with them? Well, yeah, bro. If you're going to play with them, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> right. it, it makes sense. Right. So she's a little nervous, but I know she'll be great. What are the trends right now? Oh, you know what, Robin? One of the worst trends right now is office fighting. Holy Ooh, yeah. hell. Seeing lots of work challenges. Yes. Work challenges. Of, will I ever meet my soulmate or am I just going to be alone forever? I've been hearing that from lots of people. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. Lots of that. Yeah. Well, for some reason, starting about January, which is weird because we were in a pandemic for a year before that, but uh, loneliness hit like a brick, you know, yeah, it really so has. many people just really feeling lonely, hopeless about relationships. Yeah. 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 Seeing tons of that for sure. Yeah, but catty bullshit behavior at work. Oh man, mm-hmm. that is peaking right now for some reason. <laughs> <Holy> yeah. <cow. laughs> yeah. Oh, Eternity says her office has got some troubles. Yeah. It's kind of like for me right now, it's like if the crazy makers, uh, if you have a crazy maker in your office or your friend group, mm-hmm. you know, or your social circle, they are on fire right now. They're, uh-huh. you know. On speed, it's it's. I don't know why, for sure. Maybe it's something mm-hmm. in the uh, in the uh, stars. I'm not really sure what's got people so triggered, but boy, they are. Yeah, yeah. sure. We mm. just want to get along. Yeah, yeah. Weird. Yeah, we do. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But those are two of the trends that I'm seeing. Yeah, for sure. People. Yeah. Okay. What? I think that's all we got, I isn't think it? it? I think so. Yeah. Oh, what about, oh, anxious. Uh, yeah. All the anxiety. Mm, yeah. It's yeah. Probably the root of all of these problems is the anxiety. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, what was it? Two weeks ago? About two weeks ago, anxiety hit a high. Yeah. And a lot mm-hmm. of people, I heard from multiple clients that either they or one of their teenagers had had an anxiety attack for the first time. Yeah, that for something about uh, the vibe two weeks ago, it's like the frequency was just really high, and people felt panicked and frantic, and mm-hmm. yeah, that really that hit hard and fast for sure. Yeah, yeah, but uh, that ha- actually though seems to have settled down a little bit. Probably not for everybody, but for the most part, that like out of the blue kind of panic attack stuff seems to have calmed down. But yeah, yeah that was a that was pretty massive for sure yeah i will remember my sunscreen thank you i need the reminder i've already muffed up my face pretty good <laughs> this year it's well, true. mars has a double header tomorrow and it's supposed to be the high is 46 with wind mm-hmm. i will i will not be attending i'm sorry right. so remember <laughs> your snowsuit and your sunscreen yeah yeah yuck all right, guys, we have got to go. But thank you so much for being here. This has been a good time. And I'm excited that we have so many case updates. Very excited. Yeah. So as That's always, we'll moment. keep our finger on them. If you see something that you think that we haven't seen, send it to us. You know, we 
there's there's just us here, you know, and yep. occasionally something big goes down that we might have missed. So we try, but you know, we I get definitely like appreciate it. Yeah, we love it. it. So yep, we don't uh don't hesitate to send us something if you think it's something we'd want to see. And yeah. we'll keep our eyes open as well. And of course, yeah. So tomorrow night, 7 p.m. Mountain for the Psychic Hour. Keep yep. your eyes peeled for some pop-ups this weekend. For and then, sure. of course, we'll be back on Monday with, uh, you know, next week for with three new cases. So sure. that's what's up. All right, you guys. Take care. Thanks for being here. This has been True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. Thanks, guys. If you're enjoying this podcast, don't forget to like and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. If you're watching us on YouTube, you can always like and subscribe there as well. We also love comments and reviews. True Crime Paranormal is hosted by Katie Weaver and Christy Brower and produced by Christy Brower. True Crime Paranormal is a short girl productions podcast.